Welcome back, everybody. On this week's show, we're talking about praying in the name of Jesus. Uh, we're just continuing our take a look at prayer, about making sure that our prayers are heard, about how praying to the Father. And then tonight, we want to look at the name of Jesus to where it's not just something we use in the prayer, but to realize the value that this name has. But we'll break that down in more. But you know what time it is. Terms of your surrender. Let's go. You're listening to The Terms of Your Surrender, a show that focuses on empowering, encouraging, and edifying people to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with thy God. Micah 6.8. And now, here's your host, Quentin Green. Welcome back to The Terms of Your Surrender podcast. I am your host, Quentin Green. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate it. This is the day and the week that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Especially because this week, 4th of July coming up, was this weekend, I should say. Uh, hope everyone's uh, referencing the day on Friday, but just remember everyone, be safe. Practice your social distancing, you know, while you're getting together, cooking those hot dogs and hamburgers. And please, please, everybody, wear the mask. I mean, it's not a big deal about this mask. I mean, stores require you to have shoes and shirts. but So if they require you to wear a mask, I don't think it should be a, a deal breaker to where everyone's going crazy, but most people do. But, you know, we're just trying to keep everyone safe. We're trying to stop the spread of this disease. And so we'll just all do our part to help that happen. But today we're taking a look at praying in the name of Jesus. And once again, we're just taking a look to make sure that our prayers are getting answered. I know a lot of people have prayed for things and haven't gotten answers yet. So we're taking a look at ourselves to make sure that we're in proper position. But um, we'll break that down and more. And so here comes the lesson and we'll see you at the end. Take care. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Let's get started. Let us pray. Wise and eternal God, we thank you once again for allowing us to be back into your house one more time. Uh, We thank you for our life, health, and strength, Father. We thank you for protecting us from danger seen and unseen. And Lord, we ask that you will forgive us for any sins that we committed. Lord, we ask that you would decrease us, increase you, so that we may live better, walk better, talk better, serve better, witness better than we ever had before. Lord, we ask that you will bless those who are here those that had desire to be here and couldn't, those who will be watching, and those who will be listening. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, hope everyone's had a blessed week. I'm ready for the fourth. Um, a lot of us are off tomorrow, and I'm glad I'm off tomorrow, too. Um, not only that, but anniversaries this weekend, so and it's time to take some time to celebrate that. But, um, like once again, I hope everyone's doing good, and we're going to get into our lesson for tonight, talking about praying in the name of Jesus. And our lesson text is coming from John chapter 16, verses 23 through 24. Uh, we're going to stay between um, John, we're going to stay between chapters 14 and 16, just to pick out the scripture here and there, uh, just to, you know, we'll put some more emphasis on this topic. And our memory verse is coming from John 15, 6 which reads, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give to you. And that's John fifteen sixteen. 
Okay, so um, going over in our previous lessons, we've been talking about prayer. Um, first one, we're talking about God, making sure that God hears your prayers. Uh, next lesson was talking about praying to God, and now we're going to focus on praying in the name of Jesus. Now, all of this is um, important because a lot of people are praying, but they're not getting their prayers answered. So we just want to go back and make sure we do some self-examination to, to make sure that we're in a proper position to where God can answer our prayers and not only answer it, but be willing to put ourselves in a position to where God can use us to answer what we're asking for. Not only, not only for us, but for other people as well. And so now tonight we're talking about praying in the name of Jesus. And so just like um, praying to God, we talked about last week about being in a position to where God can hear you. Now you have to put yourself in a position to where you are standing in front of God just as Jesus would. When you're going to him and you're living and you're um, going out in the world, that you should be in a place where um, the scripture says where you abide in him and his words abide in you. Now, this is an important thing about praying in the name of Jesus. Now, understand that when you're going to someone and going in someone's name, that we understand that a name is important. I mean, the Bible tells us that a name, a good name is more valuable than rubies. And so just think about yourselves. If you sent someone out and they were to do something in your name, you want someone to represent you in the best possible way because that's a reflection on you. So just imagine you own a business or if you do or just any situation where you give someone a power of attorney to say, well, you can go to this place and you're going to go there and make sure that my wishes and my will is being fulfilled. So you want people who are going to be um, obedient, who are going to be disciple like, well, we're supposed to be making disciples of men and women anyway, but someone who's going to do things based on how you are doing, based on your interests, based on your will and your desires. And this is what, when you know anything about a power of attorney is, is basically saying when you give someone power of attorney that I can't be here physically or I'm not in a state where I can look and talk and make decisions in this place. But I've sent this person here and they, they have given them the authority to act on my behalf. And so this is what, when we're in the name of Jesus, is when we're going to the Father, that you are putting yourself in a position to where you are going before God in G, on Jesus' behalf, to where you have the same authority, the same power to act the same way Jesus would by going to the Father, and then the Father can give you instruction the same way he would give Jesus. Now, we talked about um, last week about when praying to God, how God got his instruction. I mean, Jesus gets his instruction from God. Then he goes and acts. So we're not praying to the Lord to fix it. We're praying for a solution on how he wants it fixed. And, don't, and also, don't put yourself into a position to where you're praying for the Lord to do something, but you don't want to be involved in the fixing process yourself, as many people do. So... When we're praying in the name of Jesus, Jesus was used. I mean, when you read the Bible, Jesus was all about action. Even though he was, he talked, he prayed to the Father, he got his direction. But when he showed up on the scene, he didn't take time really to, you didn't see him praying a lot. You see him acting. He prayed and got his direction before. Now, when he's going out, the, the Father is talking to him. 
telling him what he wants done, showing him what he wants done, and he's going to act on it. That's the same way God wants us to um, be that same mind to where, as Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane to God, they says, I pray that they are one like we are one. So we want that to be synchronized. We want that synergy to where we're working together, we're combined with each other, to where when we go out into the world or when we go into prayer, that the, if you ever heard the saying that you are the Bible that people read, well, there's another part to that that says you are Jesus that they see. And so when we're in the world and we're living and we're on our jobs or in school or in the market or anywhere else, we are that representation of Jesus to where you may not see Jesus physically. But if he if his words abide in me and I abide in him, that we can say to people the same thing that Jesus said to Philip. And he said, have you been with me this long? Have you seen me and not seen the father? So people should be able to look at us and say, and we can say to them, have you been with me this long? And you say you don't know what Jesus is like. Have you seen me? You know, that's an indictment on ourselves. Can you actually say that? And can people actually say that about you after they start thinking about what they've seen and what they heard you say and, you know, other things? Are you being, have you been a representation of Jesus that Jesus would be proud of? Are you someone that God could say, hey, this is my child who I'm well pleased? And if not, that's what the things we need to work on. But not only that, but understanding that the power in this praying the name of Jesus is that Jesus is a name unlike any other name. You know, it's a name that's been forbidden for people to say. We, we got examples of that in the Bible to where they were thrown in prison and say, well, you can preach. Just don't preach in that name. And they say, what, what, what choice do we have? You know, this is a name that's getting things delivered. We're getting people delivered. We're getting them healed. We're um, freeing captives. It said that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. So this is a name full of power. This is a name of action. And so we don't want to get into a position to where we're praying in the name of Jesus and we're praying in vain, which means we're using it in a way or putting ourselves in a position to where the name of Jesus is ineffective, to where there's nothing happening when we use the name. And so it's just like I said, not just praying, but also in our lifestyles, when you command things in the name of Jesus, if how you live and what you believe doesn't line up with that name, it's not going to be of any effect. I mean, if you remember, I think with the seven sons of Siva, where the guy went in and tried to cast them out and said, I command you to come out in the, the name of that Jesus that Paul preaches. And they looked at him and said, um, the seven sons of Siva went to go do that. And, and the, and the possessed um, possess one looked at him and said, well, I know Jesus. I'm getting familiar with Paul, but who are you? If you don't have, this, is, this isn't a relationship that you can fake. And so your relationship with, with the word and with Jesus is going to be tested. And you can fool people. You can fool people in the church. But you can't fool the enemy because the enemy knows. Whether you believe what you say or whether you have that connection or in tune with what the Father wants and what, how Jesus lives. And so when we're, we'll go to Scripture and go to... John chapter 14, and we'll read 11 through 15, which just says, well, we'll start at 10. Well, sorry, we'll start at 9, just to get the, keep it in context. Jesus said to him, and we said this earlier, 
Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else, believe me for the sake of the works themselves. So Jesus is telling them, say, no, believe me because of what I'm saying, or if not, what I'm doing. And there's a saying that says, it's hard for me to hear what you're saying from seeing what you are. You know, what we talked about a couple of moments ago, you can fool some people. But when we look at your life and look at how you live, we're going we're gonna to see if your works match up to what you're saying and what you're you know, doing. And so, most in verse 12, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Uh, now pay attention to that verse 13. It says, whatever you ask in my name. But then it also says that I will do. So one thing to check about when your prayers. Are you praying something that Jesus would pray? Are you doing something that Jesus would do? We said that the Father may be glorified. Because like, you know, um, John has told us that, you know, people are praying, but they're praying amiss. Because we're praying for the wrong things. You know, God knows that we need jobs. God knows that you need a house, you need a car, you need all that. But a lot of people are praying for things that are going to take them farther away from God instead of bringing them closer. I mean, having a house, needing a house is one thing. Now, if you want two or three other houses, you know, we might need to check your motive on why you want them. Or you want a motorcycle or you want something else that you're going to spend your leisure time, excuse me, your leisure time enjoying those things and you're not going to be thinking about God at all. And one thing you understand that we, we've been talking about is that when you get in tune with what the Lord wants, your desires will change. Your desires become the desires of the Lord. You know, he meets your needs, but you desire to be closer to him to find out what he wants, what he wants to hear. Uh, Lord, what do you want me to do? Instead of just gimme, 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 is Lord, send me, send me, send me. And so we have to check our motives when we're praying because Jesus got instruction, even though he knew that the father would meet his needs. He would say, I do what I see and what I hear my father say and what he does and what he shows me to do. He shows the paraphrase. And so that's why he, he says that we would do greater things because uh, he's going to the father. Well, we can do greater things than Jesus because one, there's more of us. And if we would believe in him, and believe in the Father that when we get that instruction, we can act and we can turn the world upside down instead of praying for someone else to do it like a lot of people pray. You know, a lot of people pray for change, but instead of, instead of praying that, Lord, use me, they want someone else to change it, but they just want to pray about it. And this is one of the things where if no one else is available, you know, Lord, send me. You know, you pray for the change, so... Lord, use, let use that individual to be the instrument to, that he uses to change. And so, verse 13. And whatever you ask in my name that I will do, again, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, 
if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So it means if you're asking anything that represents me, he'll do it. You, what, what represents Jesus? The will of the Father. So if you ask anything that represents God's will, guess what? He'll do it as long as you believe when you ask. And then it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so uh, we'll go to John 15. A lot of these verses are going to sound familiar, but it's repetitive, but it's the same point is needs to be made. And John 15, verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, which we spoke about earlier, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. So we're not just praying to, to the Lord to, you know, to accumulate stuff. We're praying to be fruitful. So that way we, people will know that we're disciples of Jesus. We're praying so that when, like I said, our desires line up with the desires of the Lord, that we can get things done on earth because what, what the kingdom of God desires, what God desires to be done on earth, he needs us to carry out so that his will may be done just like it tells us on earth as it is in heaven. And so that's why Jesus was sent here. Jesus was sent on a mission. Believe it or not, you are here on a mission. You're not just here just to suck up air and eat up all the food and enjoy what life has. You're here also to work because there's work for you to be done. Now, if you don't know what you need to do, this is why we need to get in this relationship with the Lord so we can find out what our orders are. And if you ask the Lord what to do, he'll show you. A lot of times it has, it has a lot to do with what you're doing already, what your purpose is. Well, what do you like to do? Now, I mean, we're not talking about laying around doing nothing, but what do you like to do? Do you like to, you like to sing? You like to work with your hands? You like to just whatever. A lot of times your purpose is tied up into things that interest you and what you like to do that are not sinful. So let me add that in there. Because a lot of people like to do some things that they shouldn't be doing. Now, those things that are going to be productive, that are going to help enhance not only your life, but the lives of others around you, it may be tied into your purpose. But, you know, just say, ask the Lord and the Lord will show you. But like I said, by this, in verse 8, my father is glorified. Once again, what we're doing, we're putting ourselves in the position to where the Lord can use us. We're going to him in Jesus' name. The Lord can answer our prayer and can use us to carry out his will so that way he may be glorified because we don't want the Lord to miss out on any glory that he's due. And we don't want to be responsible for him missing out on any glory either. And John 16. And so, you know, our two verses where our lessons come from is in 23 and 24. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. So once again, he said, no, Jesus is leaving. So he said, you're not going to ask me anything. He said, you're going to ask the father because, you know, you're going to ask him in my name on my behalf. And say, asking you will receive that your joy may be full. And so this is how you use the name of Jesus. You go, you line our lives up to where he, he abides in us. His, his words abide in us and we abide in him. 
So that way we're working together. We're all on one page on one accord. Once we're on one accord, we can go to the Father because guess what? God and Jesus are already on one accord. The Holy Spirit, Jesus and God are on one accord. That's what they call the Trinity. They all work together. One, one, one accord. If we join in that same process, all of us are going to be on one accord. You can start seeing a lot of things change in your life. A lot of things changing maybe in your finances, in your home life, your relationships, your work life, just whatever, whatever area you need the Lord to be in, which is all of them, that you'll see a change. When everyone's on the same page, you'll see a lot of work get done. But once again, you're not going to get that, get to that level by God wants one thing, you want to do another. You know, you didn't see, you didn't see God give, um, give direction to Jesus and Jesus go do his own thing. That's not going to work. You know, Bible tells us how can two walk together unless they agree? Well, how can we do, how can we fulfill the will of God on earth if we don't agree with what the will is? Or if we don't know, we don't even go to the Father to find out what the will is. And so, you know, once again, when you want, if you want your prayers answered, not just praying and hoping God hears you, but putting ourselves in the position to know that, Lord, I know you hear me. The same way Jesus um, prayed to the Lord concerning Lazarus. Even though he's praying for the sake of the people, he says, Lord, I know you. And he said, Father, I know you hear me. You always hear me. He hears each and every one of us, too. But we, but the question is, have you put yourself in a position to where you, when, you stand, when you're going to the Lord in prayer, that we're all in sync, we're all on one accord, to where we can get some things done and we can move some mountains and get some other things lifted off and broken off of us and also break off of other people if you're standing to intercede for someone else, too. So the way you live has a lot to do with how God um, shows himself in your life. And see, a lot of people don't do that. You can't live your own way and do your own thing and think God's going to keep blessing and blessing and blessing. I mean, just because you have, you know, food over your, you have food in your mouth and a roof over your head, that's provision. If you want to see the blessing of God, you're going to have to line up with what the will of God says. You're going to have to line up with what God wants you to do and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And not only that, then when you accept Jesus, you accept the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit will lead and guide you. And then if you put yourself in that position to where God is the head of your life, of all things, not just some, the God just, he's not the head of your life on, on Sunday, but then you, you run the things Monday through Saturday. But in all your ways, through your business, your business, whether you're in politics, no matter what you're doing, that you are looking to please God first no matter what it is, you'll see a change in your life and you'll see that change manifest in other people's lives around you also because they're looking at you and seeing your good works and doing what? Glorifying the Father that's in heaven. And so uh, that's just the points I wanted to bring out. But what the purpose of this is we want people to know that their prayers can be answered. We want more people, more people's prayers to be answered. But the only way we're going to do it is we're going to have to get ourselves in one accord with what the Father wants. And that's all he wanted for us to do the whole time. He wants to be a part of us, a part of your lives, your decisions, our families, everything. Because, not because he wants to be nosy, but because he loves us. And as any good father would want to do, if you're able to give your kids something, you want to be able to give it. But you want to see them 
act to act and line up in a way that's pleasing to you. You know, God's no different. All he wants to do is he wants his children to line up in a way that's he that's pleasing to him. And he wants to open up the windows of heaven and give you whatever you need. Or come and back you if you're if he's sending you on a mission to go um heal, deliver, what whatever. He wants to give you instruction because there's a lot of things that God wants to do on earth. But he has not been able to do because people have not put themselves in a position to where they can hear him and operate in his authority. Because, like I said, you can't do your own thing and do God's thing also. And once we get to that decision, to that place where we say, you know what, Lord, I'll serve you any way you want me to. Anything you want me to do, I'll do it. You'll see a change to where we line up and we spend more time in our prayers and more time interceding for other people and, and getting into our word and and you'll see a change. It you don't you don't do all that to stay the same. We will change. And you will see God show up more and more in your life. And the confirmation of it is you'll see other people will see God show up more and more in your life also. Amen. All right, that's our lesson. Um thanks. For everybody that's showing up, for watching, uh, share this with anyone you come across. I hope this has all been helpful. Like I said, we just want you blessed. That's it. There's no ulterior motives here. There's, you know, we're not trying to control you or anything, but you want to be blessed. You want the Lord to answer your prayers. I know there are things that people have been praying for for the longest and you haven't seen it or you don't think it's coming. We want to give you the tools to get yourself in a position to where God can answer your prayers and you know it. Now, whether you have to wait on it or not, you have you don't have any doubt that the Lord heard you and that the Lord answered it when you prayed. But in the meantime, while we're waiting on it, let's put ourselves in a position to where we're not only using the name of Jesus to go in front of the Father to making sure our prayers are getting done or getting answered. But we're also going out in the world and using the name of Jesus to where it's being, it is being as effective as it was meant to be. So that we're tearing down the kingdom of the devil, not, you know, just lightly tapping it and hoping it falls down or praying that someone else takes it down also. Amen. All right. So we'll pray. We'll be dismissed. And like once again, the whole purpose of this is the only motive we have is to get you blessed. We don't want you to miss out on any blessing that the Lord has for you. People that love you don't want you to miss out on the Lord. We definitely don't want to miss that you miss out on things that could change your life or change everyone else's life around you. Because things we think about, they may be small, but that small blessing could be generational because we don't know, once again, who's coming behind us, who's looking at us right now. And when our mindsets change, our lives are changed and everyone, we can change everyone else around us also. So we'll pray. We'll speak the blessing over you, and then we'll be dismissed. And so let us pray. Wise and eternal God, we thank you once again for allowing us to come together in your name and your presence to learn more about you, to be strengthened and encouraged and equipped and prepared to face this world that you put us in, Father God. Uh, we thank you for this lesson. We thank you for the topic about praying in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the sacrifice that you have sent Jesus here to do, to be the sacrifice on the cross for our sins. 
But Lord, we also thank you for allowing us to be in connection with Jesus, to walk and talk like him and to represent him, which we know we represent you in this world. We thank you for this lesson about not treating the name of Jesus as nothing, but understanding that the power that this name has, that the power that this name where every knee will bow, this is a name that um, commands submission. It commands um, release. It commands um, resurrection. Lord, you you have given us um, quite a friend indeed. And Jesus has referred to us as friends, especially those who um, follow your will and carry out your word. Lord, we thank you for this lesson. We thank you for this encouragement because many people have been praying to you. But, you know, prayers may have not been answered because they may not have known. They may not have been sure or, you know, just had just wonder because they didn't hear anything back. But but Lord, we understand that you hear us, that you want to answer our prayers, that there's lots that you want to do in our lives. And there's and you want to show up in our lives at every single moment if you could. But, Lord, we have to put ourselves in a position to where we can allow you to do the things you want to do. And, Father, we just pray that anyone who was being resist, resistant to your will, Father God, that they would open themselves up, that they would invite you in, that they would just release their hold, get out of their pride and their stubbornness and just say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll do for you. Not because they just want to be blessed, but because you love us and you want the best for us. And, Father, it's, it's by you that this universe stands. It's by you that this earth stands. And you have given us everything, and you haven't charged us anything. All you've asked us to do was love you, keep your commandments, worship you, and carry out your will on earth. And I don't think you've asked too much of us. And so today, Father God, I pray that, that someone out there will realize this and say, You know what, Lord? No more running. No more fighting. I'm here for you. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do. Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity just to examine ourselves and to become closer to you, to, for you to realize, well, for you to let us uh, know what, we, what you want, what you want us to do, how you want to connect with us on a deeper level, not the superficial stuff that we normally get um, during the week or just from anyone else. But... Lord, you want a deeper connection with us. And, Lord, we invite you to come and establish that connection, Father God. But, Lord, we just thank you for those who are here, for those who are watching, for those who will be listening. We thank you for uh, protecting those families who are sick or in bereavement, Lord, that we thank you for being the comforter and the healer that you are. We just ask that you would continue to provide for those families who are out of work, Father God. Um, I know COVID has taken a toll on this world, but it's nothing that you can't handle. It's nothing that you can't sustain anyone through because you brought people through worse. And so, Lord, we just ask that you would give them peace of mind and that they would stop worrying about where the next meal is coming from and put their attention on you because you already know where it's coming from because you've already established it. And we believe that because you've done it before and things you've done before you want to do again. And, Father, we just thank you once again for all that you do and who you are. And if you delay your return, that we will see each other again. Lord, we ask that you will bless us indeed in larger territory, that your hand will be with us to keep us from evil so we don't cause pain. Lord, you bless us. You keep us. Your face shines upon us. Your grace is unto us. You lift your countenance upon us, and you give us peace.
So, Lord, we invite you to rise up, to let your enemies be scattered, and let those that hate you flee before you. Amen? Amen. All right, everybody. Um, I hope this was encouraging to you. Hope this was, you know, and informational to you also. But share this with anyone you come across. Enjoy your holiday weekend. You know, eat all the burgers and hot dogs or whatever you're going to do. Stay safe. Uh, stay encouraged. Know that the Lord hears you. Know that he wants to answer your prayers. But he also wants to be closer to us and have a deeper connection with us also. And so we have some decisions we have to make. And I pray and I trust that you would make the decision to allow the Lord to lead you and guide you. So that way you may do more works than what Jesus did. And was, like I said, was let the Lord be glorified everywhere on this earth. Amen? Amen. I hope this lesson was uh, encouraging for each and every one of you, because I know it was for me. Uh, just remember, the Lord hasn't forsaken us. And no matter what happens, that the Lord is still in control, that is, there's still more that we need to experience, and the best is yet to come. And so remember, just check us out on Facebook, Terms of Your Surrender. Um, that's where most of our media is. And once again, just share this with anyone you come across. Everyone take care. Have a blessed week. And remember, but those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Uh, God bless. Have a great week. Take care.